0: Good morning,
1: and welcome, my friends. It is eight oh seven. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and loco. Some of your top stories: Biden stumbles and bumbles addressing the folks in Hawaii. We'll dig into that in just a little bit and then of course we have the big GOP debate tomorrow night and joining us right now Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez good morning Governor how are you
2: good morning how are you all doing
1: fantastic and it's great to be able to connect with you especially the timing couldn't be better with the big debate tomorrow let me ask you right off the bat is it a good or a bad thing that Trump will not be there
2: Well, we think that all candidates should participate in this debate. We think the American people deserve that. Voters that are tuning in that want to hear your vision for the future of this country. Um, No matter who you are, I think you should debate. You should stand there and defend your record and talk about what you want to do. But regardless of who's on the stage, what you're going to get from Ron DeSantis is someone that's a strong leader, someone that has a proven track record of putting people first, someone that has tremendous accomplishments, but not only looking backwards to what we've been able to do here in the state of Florida to make sure that we uh, get our, ch- our children properly educated and not indoctrinated, making sure that we bring tax relief to Floridians, making sure that we protect and support our men and women in law enforcement. All of that is great. And I know he's going to talk about our record of achievement, but also his plan, his forward thinking vision for this country, putting an end to the struggling economy at the hands of the disastrous Biden administration fighting for our middle class, unleashing American energy independence, making sure that we secure our border, restoring our military, bringing prominence back to the United States uh, on the international scene. He has not only talked tough, but he's also fought tough against China. And he has a record to do that here in the state of Florida, and he'll do that as president. So a lot of things that I think um, we hope will be able to be discussed on that debate stage. Uh, but I fully expect that the rest of the candidates will have their knives out for Governor DeSantis, They'll spend most of their time attacking him, uh, but he's going to spend all of his time speaking to the American public on his vision for this great country.
1: Do you think he's done a good enough job of talking about, I know you want vision looking forward, but a good enough job talking about his military background? Because I, I saw like, I don't know if it was a focus group or something where people weren't quite as familiar with that aspect of his career.
2: Well, of course, you have people that are just getting to know Ron DeSantis. And so that aspect of his career is something here in Florida I think most people know about. Yeah, I agree. Uh, But but yeah, certainly, I think he needs to talk about it. It It's something that is a tremendous source of pride uh, for him and his family. It's something that he did. He was a blue collar kid, paid his way through college. He volunteered to serve in the Navy, was deployed to Iraq. He earned a Bronze Star there. Uh, I think that. People really need to see that part of Ron DeSantis. They need to see that he was a former military. They need to see that he's a young dad with three beautiful kids. They need to see that he stood by his wife when she was battling breast cancer. You know, those are things that, while they're very private, you know, here in Florida we know about, I think the rest of the country is just getting to know Ron DeSantis. And when they see more of his story, of his expertise, of his, um, of his passion for this country— I think you're going to see a lot more people being interested and committed to supporting Ron DeSantis.
1: Well, look, just as an observer, I, I have to say that uh, there are two big things here, and you touched on them. Youth, as compared to other candidates, uh, especially, uh, you know, the Democrat. But youth and military experience uh, separates him in a lot of ways from a lot of the other candidates. And and to that point, without this, the vision for America sounds awfully a lot like what former President Trump is offering and has offered and delivered in the past.
2: Well, it's certainly, you know, he delivered in the past, but, but there was a lot of things he didn't deliver on, in particular, building the wall and, and border security. Those are things that the governor has talked about on the campaign trail, not as a personal attack, uh, but as a, a very real uh, issue that was not done under the former administration. You know, he's talked about some of the things he's going to do. You're going to need a full eight years. Uh, you're going to need someone with the vigor and the energy to be able to keep pace. Our, you know, our enemies are just sitting there and, and they are waiting. They're biding their time. And no matter uh, what happens here, I think it's critical. It's critical that we stand strong. And not too many candidates, um, foreign president included, are going to be able to say that they can stand strong. They've done the things they need to do on China. They are not concerned uh, about looking weak. They are not concerned about really trying to, to appease our enemies. That's something that Governor DeSantis, as governor, has tackled the issue of China. He's taken on the CCP. He's made sure that we are not just talking a good game, but we're doing things here from the state's perspective. Same with the border. Uh, we're in a crisis. We're in a situation in which our country's in decline. Um, a lot of that has been a long time coming. And so the governor is going to be focused on what he's promising to do, and he's going to do uh, exactly that.
1: Yeah, that brings me to the border uh, as well. And it, he made a comment the other day. The governor did something about, c- called on what would you do about the drug cartels and all that? Would you use force? And he said something like, yeah, if they're killing Americans, et cetera. Et cetera. Something like, shoot them dead cold. It sounded Uh, tough in one way, like I cheered for him, and the other part seemed a little cringe-worthy in some ways. Was he too strong in his language there, or do you think that's exactly how he needs to come off about the border?
2: Well, if people haven't been to the border and see what's going on, maybe they would be concerned. But if they've been there, if they've seen it, So many families are dealing with this sentinel crisis. Talk to those people that are suffering. Talk to someone that's lost a loved one. Talk to someone that's been a victim of human trafficking. I spend a lot of time in that issue. I spend a lot of time working from the state perspective to tackle uh, human trafficking and sexual exploitation of our minors. I will tell you something. That talk wasn't cringe. It wasn't too tough. When you see what's going on, when you open your eyes to the reality of what's happening at our border... Uh, you will agree with Ron
1: Sanders. You know, when the things started to unfold, um, you know, the governor is in a very strong second place with nobody else even close. Now things have changed a little bit, and uh, this uh, Vivek Ramaswamy seems to be uh, neck and neck, at least in some polls. Is there a specific strategy? While obviously you want to gain on the front runner, you want to keep anybody else from running up your tailpipes. Is there a specific strategy in dealing with Vivek Ramaswamy?
2: No, I don't think we have a specific strategy for Vivek or any other candidate. The governor is running on his record. We're also, uh, we have been, I would say, probably attacked more than anyone else, over $20 million from the other candidates attacking us. Uh, no one has talked about any other candidates. So they are not, they are not battle tested. Uh, they have not been scrutinized. What you've seen and what you'll begin to see when you start to peel back the layers of the onions on candidates like Vivek or anyone else, you'll see that there's a lot of concerning things in their background, a lot of concerning flip-flopping, a lot of concerning, you know, lip service, the certain things they think a certain segment of the voters want to hear, but yet they're not fully committed. The governor's principles, he is someone that has been transparent and accountable every step of the way. Everything he said he's going to do, he's done it. He's not just saying things now to earn people's votes he is principled he's a believer he's a true conservative i I can't say the same for some of these other candidates
1: yeah and unfortunately you know when the governor was doing these great things for for our sunshine state and we appreciated them you know, the media would just twist these things. And, well, I mean, a great example of that is the don't say gay bill. I mean, they had to go out of their way to exaggerate and basically lie about that whole thing. Is there a way the governor's going to be able to sort of defend that to a national audience and still be able to be on the offensive?
2: Absolutely. Well, we're used to, you said it, we're used to the dishonest media taking shots, spinning fake narratives misconstruing things and and outright lying blatant lies that that the media has done over the course of the last five years and that issue uh the parents rights in education once he talks about what we've done in florida i will tell you the vast majority of americans are in support of it vast majority of independents and even the majority of democrats Same democrats don't want to see their children indoctrinated they believe that parents need to have a voice which is why you've seen so many school board members across the state of Florida uh, that we've supported, that we've endorsed, have taken this issue on. And it's because the radical LGBTQ agenda, that is one of the most dangerous, most damaging ideologies for our young children. It has no place in schools, and we're going to fight to the nail to make sure bring that to the rest of the country well
1: and on that note we appreciate lieutenant governor jeanette nunez sharing some time with us on the radio we sincerely appreciate it and we hope to talk to you again soon thank
0: you always great talking we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof